Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life, episode number 586, called Tribalism. This is a show about Xbox, gaming, anything else we want to talk about. And uh, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show do not reflect those of Microsoft. I am one of your fine hosts for today. My name is Rob, also known as Presar on xbox live and with me as always i got my best bud mr mark hey everybody how you doing happy turkey day the happy black friday day um it's wingman 709 has landed i just realized episode 586 wasn't that like uh like one of those intel cpus is that like pentium or something is that the 586 because there's what 286 386 486 and 586 wasn't it i sure yeah <laughs> so we just need to figure out if we have dx or sx so dx was the math coprocessor for floating point XX. operations <laughs> yeah sx so no processor on there just straight into base. i don't know whatever anyway it just came to me as uh as we were talking here but anyway a lot of stuff has been going on both in and out of the console space right we got some holidays under our belts or at least one holiday under our belt maybe the belt doesn't fit anymore <laughs> depending <laughs> on how yesterday went did you, not did you have turkey did you have turkey yeah well i i did yeah. not i had turkey and ham Ooh, nice i did both spiral ham it was or ham sandwich no, it was a, it was a pre-made, one of those sure. like Hormel or I don't remember what the brand was, but it was already a pre-cooked mm-hmm. type of thing. It was already pre-sliced, sure. but I, yeah. I, I opened it in the packet and just slid it out real carefully, left it stacked on itself and onto then the floor, put it into the smoker <laughs> along with the turkey. So, oh, so it was really good. And I made my own glaze and. It was actually really good. <laughs> oh, nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. And it was just, it was just, you know, can't have the big parties. So, you know, even for the turkey, I actually didn't do a quote turkey this year. I have one. I bought a turkey mm-hmm. and then our wonderful governor said, you can't have anybody over it. So, Except me. I'll do it in my mansion. Yeah, exactly. So like, didn't, but, they, bust um, that, didn't they bust that California guy? For like, I, you know, imposing lockdowns, then they filmed him having like a dinner with no mask with 14 people or something like that. Yeah. The, well, you know, let's not go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You'll, you'll send me on a whole different yeah. path and it will so, no longer be family friendly. So yeah, but, um, exactly. I, so I ended up instead the of turkey. cooking this big yeah. 20 pound turkey that I had, cause we were going to have oh, friends and lot. stuff and over, um, I ended up just getting this turkey breast that's a better um, way to go yeah yeah and it was it was interesting because you know it's just a turkey breast but it came and i still i put it on my smoker my grill my 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 sure grill, whatever um my traeger if you will and uh so i cooked it there and it just you just i just put it in a pan and stuck it in there that's all i had to do um and cook it for like two hours and that was it um, and it came with a gravy yeah. packet and it was weird because I didn't realize it was like a seasoned turkey. So there was actually like seasoning in there and it, 
it was really good. Oh, nice. <laughs> really good turkey. I was like, wow, this is awesome. But both of them turned out really well. I was very happy. The meal, it was just my kids and uh, my mother. And uh, we just had a, a nice little relaxing. We didn't even eat early like most people eat dinner at like 2. We oh, ate like at 6. Yeah. You know, we just were That's like. That's normal. More normal. It's just, yeah, it's, we just had our dinner, our like a normal dinner. And so, but my kids and I all worked together and made all the food. And that was, that was fun. You know, it was kind of nice uh, to, to do it together. And then mm-hmm. today, my kids uh, decorated the house, so we're all decked out Christmas trees up, and you know, uh, very all nice. that. So, so there. Yeah, a couple <laughs> couple years ago, I saw at Costco, they had a you know you know in the area where they have the pre made foods where you take them home and you cook them, like they have the big pot pie. They usually have the shrimp. Sometimes they'll have like street tacos. Hmm. You know, various things. Love me some street tacos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you, have you ever had theirs? From where? Costco. Costco's. It's like a little package for like 15 bucks that they make there. It's got like uh, shredded chicken oh, and oh. all the fixings yeah, to no, make street I don't, tacos. I don't. Yes, I did get that once. Eh, I, I didn't. Yeah. I don't really care. For, I think it's the chicken I didn't. I think it was the seasoning on the chicken I didn't really mm-hmm. care for, but. It's yes, decent. I did. I know what you're having. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. So. But they, they uh, around Thanksgiving, occasionally, I've seen it a couple times, but not every year. So I would imagine it might be like very seasonal or they might only have it at certain times and it sells out really quick. But it's a big tray. Well, it's a, let's say, not tray. It's a, an aluminum container that has stuffing on the bottom. And then it has like a turkey breast up on top and it's a fairly large one. And so you just pop this whole thing in the oven. And I think it comes with a packet of gravy as well. But, uh, you know, it's like this thing's pre-made it's like 20 some dollars and you just throw it in the oven and then the juices from the turkey breast, you know, they go into the stuffing, you know, give it some extra flavor Mm. and, I know for us, it's like nobody ever eats the dark meat. Nobody right. likes the turkey legs or anything. So in the end, we wind up just throwing out most of the turkey eventually, yeah. like after a week or two of sitting in the fridge and nobody nobody wanting anything to do with it. But having just the turkey breast, kind of like what you did, is ideal because everybody gets their little slices. And at least for me, it's like I take a little bit of turkey just so I don't feel bad for not eating it. And then I load up on all the carbs. Yeah. <laughs> like oh man. Mashed we potatoes had and the stuffing and the mashed bread. Potatoes, and... stuffing, yeah. rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, my oldest son made a um, sweet potato casserole. That was, sweet. dude, it was so good. It was like this, it was like dessert. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was that good. It's like, this should just be a dessert. <laughs> mm-hmm. And give me a big spoon. <laughs> exactly. So that's very cool. But yeah, and I'm also a fan of their spiral hams as well in the gold packaging. Yeah. And I was I was actually thinking, so the so the hams are pre-cooked. So all you're really doing is reheating them uh, to the proper temperature. But the big thing is drying them out. So I was thinking to myself, like, next time I get one of those, I, I have to try it sous vide. Just uh 
you know, bag the thing, throw it in the water, just get it up to temperature. Uh-huh. Then that way there's no way it'll dry out whatsoever. Yeah. And then, you know, when it's up to temperature or whatever, after you've had it in there long enough, then, you know, you just take it out of the bag, dry it off, and then put it under the broiler or whatever or in the oven so the glaze can set. Mm-hmm. You glaze it right at the end. But yeah, this is making me hungry. <laughs> yeah, this is uh this food talk or this food life. There you go. Portion of the episode. But anyway, all right, let's let's uh let's get outside of Thanksgiving talk and stuff like that. Uh uh you been playing anything interesting lately? Um I did. I've got some time in this week. Mm-hmm. Um I of course played Torchlight 3. I'm in the final act working my way through that in my campaign. Um, and I did play with you and um, Osama been smashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played with him the other day, uh, some co-op in it. That was fun. I have played, obviously, some Fortnite. I did. Um, I don't know what it is, man, but it's like I've really enjoyed that game up until like the last week. And I know it's because I'm trying to grind to get the like level 195 and mm-hmm. it's done. I'm done, dude. It ain't happening. I give up. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. But I did get the level 150, uh, which was one of my two goals. I wanted to hit 150 and 195. Uh, okay. And I did get the 150. I think I'm 153 right now. Um but uh outside of helping the kids with the week four challenges that are up right now um i'm i'm done and i'm done for i gotta take a little break man and i i was getting so furious and it's just like of course you heard me the other day i was like you've been telling myself shut up mark stop it it's just a stupid video game it's not worth it and you're laughing at me because i'm cursing you're yelling because you're yelling at him you're yelling at an eight-year-old that just annihilated you (laughs) i know but it's just like i feel like i can't get anywhere all of a sudden it's like because i'm trying to get these it's like i can't like when when i don't have that objective and i'm just playing for fun then it's like i'm having fun but now it's like oh i gotta get this goal i gotta get i gotta get xp i gotta so everything's a focus about that now and it's just everything falls apart you know it just seems like everything's falling apart so i was just like I got to give it up. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So um, I will probably play a little tonight again um, with my kids to finish off the week for XP extravaganza, but that's just to help them out. I was playing a yeah. little bit with my youngest son before we started recording because he wanted to. And I was like, okay. Um, I played over the last two days. Um, I got tired of waiting on you. So I went to uh, a dependable friend. Well, I gotta be careful how I say this. I went to someone who I thought was a friend. <laughs> okay. Um, and we started, we played the game a way out. And this was the one you and I bought and said we were gonna play, and I, I bought it like so long ago. Now it's free again. We bought it because we bought it and then we started playing Youngbloods. <laughs> yeah, which was Youngbloods we bought and like I paid a bunch of money and then it went free and then you decided you wanted to play it. So you hosed me on two games because the oh, way out is now free. 
Uh, it's in it's EA all, Access. It's all but... you wanted to play was freaking Fortnite, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Don't turn this on me. <laughs> so anyways, um, I, I finished the game up today um, with <clears throat> this so-called friend of mine. Um, I I can't really explain that. I I want to talk about it. I probably could. The game's been out long enough. But it's one of those that if you haven't played it, I don't want to ruin anything. There's a spoiler. There's there's a you know what? Why don't we do this? Why don't we let's at the very end of the show, I will have a talk about it and we'll let everybody know this is the the all we're going to talk about is that going for the rest of the show. And if they don't want to hear it, because they, and if you haven't played the game, I would recommend you don't listen to that section because I am going to talk about it. So and I, I really believe it will it. ruin, you can, because I don't care about you. Oh. <laughs> and so you probably won't you, play it. You are, you are my so-called friend then. <laughs> oh, oh, I already know. what uh, You know what? That's for, you know what? Let me put it this way. We won't do that. I'm just going to say, Rob, we need to play this. I will play it with you. I will go through it again. Is this backstabbery then? It's, just, it's gotta be. It's just, it's like, I can't, well, we need to, we need to play it so we can talk about it. I really want to talk about it, Okay, <laughs> but let's try to get this. It's, it's not a long game. I yeah. mean, we knocked it out. I think what well, we did in two days. I don't know. I want to say we did it in like five hours. Yeah, it's not long. So it's not really that long and we kind of goofed off doing some stuff in there, but um, I'll put it this way. This is one thing I'll say about it um, because it really, it, what's really neat about it. And at first I was like, well, I remember seeing screenshots and in, in videos and it's like, well, I don't want to, you know, you, you had split screen and I was like, cause you can see like, you, you have to co-op the game. You can't play it by yourself. So right. you, you either need to get a friend or play with a random online. If you can find one at this point, I highly recommend playing this game with, with someone that, you know, that you can play the whole game through with and in, be on a mic. Okay. Um, and you can play local co-op as well, but I was like, and you can do online. So I was like, but I don't want to see their screen. I hope it's not split screen. Well, guess what? It is split screen. So but it's actually it works in what i really really did like about this game was there are parts where you you really are forced to work together i mean you do need to work together in this game but there are points in it where it's like if you don't work together you will never progress okay. like it's impossible unless you two work out let me say timing and you talk and communicate there. It, it's really neat the way it's done. I, I, the, I think a lot of the dialogue is really corny, um, mm -hmm. but it was fun. It's very adult, very sure. adult. We found that out right as the freaking game started. Um, don't have your kids in the room. Um, and it's two guys escaping prison or something like that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So I'll put sense. it this way. There's a lot of foul language. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
right in the very beginning, one of the guys is going into prison. So he go that person gets stripped down and you actually see frontal which like i was like whoa whoa what the heck and i'm like like you know freaking out trying to close my door kids don't walk in um <laughs> dad what you watching yeah no kidding so it was like my co-op partner and i were both like what the heck um so again just heads up you don't you don't want your kids around now that was the only uh nude part was at the very beginning um uh, but the rest of it's just very foul language um so you don't want your kids around necessarily but um it was a very interesting game um but i can't i really can't see anything so i i it's just i do recommend it but play it with someone that you know so that you can play that all the way through with them and, okay. and rob i i don't know if you'll like it but and i'm still not sure if i quote like it but i can't explain that <laughs> right. i can't explain it so um it it is definitely was one of the let me put it this way i was not expecting what happens in this thing it was so that part was like wow that was wow that was a wow moment um so that was really cool and i really dug the kind of force co-op and you know, the whole split screen thingy, you know, it, it, and another thing that's really good about this is if you do fail, you start right where you were like the save, the save system. It's like, it, it feels like it's almost constantly on like any point you fail, you, you basically started right before you failed again. So it's like, okay, well try it again. You know, so you, you didn't really have, there was only, I think one spot where it's like, oh, we got to listen to some dialogue again, but it it wasn't like really long and it only happened once. Um, and you didn't have to go back a long way and repeat, even if you're in the middle of something, it's like, it's, it's like, okay, to, to get out of this sequence, you're going to do like three different challenges, right? Well, if you get through the first one and fail the second one, they don't make you go back and do the first one again. You start right at the beginning of the second challenge, so to speak. So, um, very nice feature of that. Um, that was really good. And I think it's great because when you're depending on two people and, and why, and like when you're split screened, like I can see, of course I can look over and see what they're seeing, what your co-op partner is seeing. And then on mine, it's like, I can turn and look over at them and like, you can see each other. And it was, it was neat how, how well that worked. Uh, even uh, commander Sisson was my partner. He, uh, he was saying like, you know, we're 2000 miles away. We're, we're on the internet and it's like, it's seamless. It seems like that works as if you're sitting in the same room. So it was really impressive. So, but enough on that. Um, I played a very horrible game called golf with friends. That was just a knockout, a game pass quest or an achievement in the game pass game. Um, and then, uh, I've been talking about tell me why for a while now. Well, I finally completed it sat down and completed the game and that is a messed up game like again this is not one i necessarily want to really talk about the story on this thing oh my goodness it, it just it just keeps like getting worse <laughs> oh geez and it's just like you just feel for the two 
characters that you go back and forth playing as is the, the twins. And it's just like, what a messed up life with what happened. And it's just, so, I mean, I'm glad it's done. I'm glad I'm done with that game. Um, but that was, it was just like when it was over, I was just sitting here like, wow, that was, that's twisted. It's like, I didn't know how I felt or, you know, it was like, you're almost like sad, like just, you know, I don't know. It yeah, yeah. was, was not pleasant. It's really not a, it is not a make me feel good type of game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you know it's not like oh you beat the boss and you win and you're the hero and it's not like that it, it really is kind of like you walked through other people's lives you know and experienced a tragedy that happened to them as kids so the premise is there's two these two girls are living with their mother a tragedy happens one of the girls ends up be- becoming a boy, but they there's tragedy. The tragedy splits the twins up for ten years or something like that, or is a little. I want to say it's at least that. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's probably about ten years. Ten, yeah, I think it's about right. And then um, they get back together and they're trying to deal with the current while trying to find out the past and you know, they have this kind of ability to talk to each other kind of telepathically and just the things they're, that they went so through. They're, they're in a permanent Xbox live party. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but they can recall their memories and they can kind of share their memories with each other. And it's, it, it's just, they kind of go back and try to investigate and learn and they find things out that was just like, really, it's like, goodness gracious. But, you know, it's like you have to deal with the past to be able to live in the, you know, the, the now and, and move on. Sure. You know, so it was, in the end, it was, I think, a positive note, but for, for the characters, but you're just like, man, twist, just messed up you know it's like you just heart you know your heart kind of breaks for these kids and it's just like so uh if you want a game that's going to make you feel something instead of just sitting there you know blowing stuff up this is Fortnite makes you feel stuff oh yeah (laughs) especially when an eight-year-old blows your head off so when when they were they were blocking the xp coin you were trying to get to it's all i wanted Yeah. yeah so but um yeah, it's uh, it was interesting. Um, it it was, I think, overall, it was a good game, very good story, very interesting. Again, it this was like another one that's like, it kept like every chapter. So there's three chapters to it. It's like it opened up. Chapter one was like the very opening was like whoa, you know. I was like, okay, I got to keep playing this. And then the end of chapter one was like whoa, like what? Are you kidding? And it's like okay, I got to get into two. And then the end of two was like no way like are you kidding me like how, you know and then you go into the last one and it's just like you you think that okay maybe i got this figured out and nope nope you don't know what really happened and it it's just crazy just it just seems like these poor kids no good good great story um i really enjoyed it so okay 
But that's that's it for me. What'd you play? So I played Fortnite, and uh, I share your sentiments of it's uh, well for me. The game has not been fun for a while. I mean, it was fun playing with you and the kids. You know, definitely that was more like a social thing. But the right. game is very. Um, it's a good way to put this. I mean, I'm not feeling the whole Marvel thing. I know. I I really prefer before where they had the mystery of the uh, you know Fortnite story that they had with the visitor and you know the rockets that were going around and it was just different. I I think we talked about this a couple of weeks back. It just it just seems so commercialized. And every time I look at the store, and three quarters of it is all like Marvel, Marvel yeah. stuff. You know, it's it's a cash grab, which you know I'm sure is very, very lucrative and also um, successful for them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people drop some monies on a lot of those skins to have them, just because. Yeah. But uh, oh, they they also came out with uh, what do they call it? the crew? Was is that the isn't that the name of the new? The crew pass or yeah. yeah crew pass or something like that so they now have a new subscription thing coming up and i think it starts next season where you pay like 12 bucks a month it gives you the battle pass for free but then again i was kind of thinking about it. i'm like well i don't pay for the battle pass right now <laughs> so how would i benefit from that because i just i don't buy a whole lot of stuff well, throughout the seasons you don't that? well that's the thing is you don't you don't buy the battle pass because you mm-hmm. earn enough coins every right. time to get it basically for free. Yeah. But so like it would free all that that money up, that coin for you to get stuff. Essentially, you could right. get more stuff if you wanted. But at the same time you're paying 12 bucks a month. So you're putting yeah, money you're putting in like 150 bucks a year. Right. If you so, keep it continuously. Well, and you're getting... I, was, I was looking at this. Sorry. $150 a year. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, what were you going to say? Um, I just got ahead of myself. I apologize. Wasn't trying to cut you off, but yeah. No, I, I, I can keep talking if you want. <laughs> $150 a year. But so it's like $8 for what a thousand V bucks. I think that's right. And I feel like I'm probably paying eight bucks a month already towards it. Cause there's always like something that I'm like, Oh, that's nice. Or that's neat. Or I always pick up. It's like, Oh, I'll buy this or that. Or so, and yeah, I don't pay for the, the battle pass because I usually have enough, but even if I don't, I'll kick in the money to buy it anyways. I always get the battle pass. So I was like, you know, really it, my initial thought was what, 12 bucks a month. Are you nuts? But it's really, if you buy a thousand V bucks a month, which I don't think is that much for people really into the game, they probably do a lot more than that in a month. So you can still earn your Fortnite, your V bucks. Okay. But now if you figure, if you pay the $8 every month, anyways, at a minimum, and now you just add an extra four bucks, like what's four bucks, right? You pay $12 a month. 
you get the V bucks that you were now going to spend on the, the the battle pass. Those are now yours to keep for other stuff. You're also going to get every month. You're going to get a um, a special skin character, whatever, and some items to go along with them um, as well. Plus, you get. I uh, says so. You're going to get the Fortnite crew pack. So you get a new outfit and at least one new matching accessory such as an emote and a glider or pickaxe. And all these items are exclusive to the Fortnite crew subscribers, so they're not going to be available in the store. So it, you will stand out. You're also going to get a thousand V-Bucks every month. So if, you know, there's that thousand. So it's like, well, if you get, if you're already buying a thousand every month for eight bucks for $4 a month, you're going to get exclusive skins that no one else can get unless they're part of this. And your battle pass is covered, which opens up the other V bucks that you gain throughout the battle pass to use towards in-game stuff and not have to save it for the next battle pass. So in reality, it's probably not a bad thing. You're basically gonna buy your you're buying your V bucks and you're paying four dollars a month for a brand new exclusive skin and accessory item. That's really what it is. Okay. So it's not, I don't think it's really a cash grab because they're not going to make those things uh, accessible to those outside of the subscription. So for someone that really is into it, it's really not a bad deal. I don't think, I think no. it's fair. Yeah. So me looking at it the way that I do, I just see it as it's another way to get consistent revenue and then also foster a buying mentality because once you shift the mindset of people from I don't want to spend money into I want to spend, well, I'll spend the money occasionally. The next step is I'll spend money all the time. And well, there's a progression saying, that they're trying to get. Well, true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. For people who like me, I I know I probably dump. 10 to 15 bucks into this game every month anyways yeah i also have a young kid like oh get that dad <laughs> i mean i bought i spent money today on just to buy a new skin which actually i thought was really cool it's in the store today um and so i spent i had to buy eight dollars worth of i had to buy a thousand v bucks well actually and I, I never buy i always go up and spend double that because you get a bonus you know, you get more V bucks yeah. the more you spend. So I always go up to the next tier. So I still spent twenty bucks to get V bucks. So I've, you know, right there, it's like I already spent the money. Mm -hmm. So and if I'm doing that every month, then maybe if I did this, then I'd have more V bucks available because I wouldn't, I don't have to use them now on the uh, the next season pass. And I'll probably have to buy more anyways because I don't know if I have enough. Well, I think yeah, I do have enough for the next season pass especially after the purchase today. But so again, for those that spend a lot of money, this might be a nice, Oh, I, I spend about this anyway. So I'm going to get some exclusive stuff and still get my V bucks every month. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I hate the whole subscription thing. <laughs> yeah. Especially now it's like, are, are we wore out enough on the game? Am I going to keep playing? Am I going to do it this time? Do I, do I jump in? and join the crew and then 
you know, a couple of weeks in, I'm, I'm like, oh, I just, what if I don't like next season? What if it's more Marvel? And I'm like, oh, cause I, I, I don't want it to be Marvel. Now yeah, I know the, uh, that he's posted. What is it? Gal, Galgadus or Galagus or Galactus, whatever. Destroyer he's going to come in and he's going to destroy everything. Right. So, so may, maybe uh, he'll destroy it and we'll get teleported into a new Island and it will be out of the, uh, Marvel arena. Yeah. This is the thing I was kind of wondering is, all right, destroyer worlds. This dude's supposed to be humongous, right? Yeah. And you know, there's I've seen like comics where he's like smashing worlds or whatever. Um, so you saw him like flying for weeks, like up in the sky. He's you saw the now. big Galactus head. That's because he's like in the water now, I guess. So the thing I was wondering is like, if you can see this guy for weeks flying towards the planet or towards the map world or whatever, how's he f- like, if you can see him from outer space for so yeah. long, how is he in the water? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a scale of size that's yep. different, but the, um, uh, my son was watching some videos earlier today. The speculation is now that it's going from a Marvel world to a lucasfilm world and it might somehow be mandalorian tied oh so no uh yeah we'll, we'll see i, I love we'll, star wars dude but come on because <laughs> so, i'll have to buy all the star wars crap just because yeah you just want to have like a yoda little baby yoda thing black back bling oh he's got a name now Oh, he does. Um, yeah, I we watched the episode the today. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, no longer the child. Um, they in the episode five, which is like, I think chapter thirteen, he gets a name. They you find out his name. Ramulfabits. No, is that it? Okay. It's. Oh, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I don't, um, no biggie. Don't spoiler it for me. Whatever you just said. <laughs> oh, here it is. Do you want me to tell you his name? Yeah, I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> so if you don't want to know the child's name, mute or skip ahead for yeah, it's five ten seconds. seconds, 10 seconds five yeah. seconds. Okay. So the man, the child's name is Bo Katan. Okay. Unexpected, but fine. Whatever. Speaking of which, I got oh, my wait, son. Did I... Oh wait, hold on. I got my son this big baby Yoda squishy pillow at costco the thing's pretty cool somebody's got these huge ears which is annoying do you ever see those pillows that they have for like kids or they're like really squishable yeah they've had them in the past yeah this thing's like maybe two feet tall about a foot foot and a half wide really squishy it's good okay. for laying on watch tv anyway i forgot what i'm we were sorry talking about. I, I i screwed up here i'm like bo doesn't sound right um i <laughs> Like, that doesn't okay. sound like what it was. Skip it's, 10 uh, seconds. Skip 10 skip, seconds. Skip 10 seconds. Grogu. <laughs> That's what it is. I was like, that didn't. That I like the first one right. better. Yeah. I'm like, what yeah. I said, I was just reading this article and they're like, it couldn't get more yeah, so exciting than don't, revealing this. I was like, don't, That's... don't, don't say the name again because I won't. The people are back. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is the way they wrote this. I was like, I, I read it and I was like, no, I'm like, that, that's not what it was. I kept reading through and it's like, well, we finally learn his name is, and it's not the child. It's the kid, (laughs) the boy. 
Maybe the girl. Yeah, you're gonna. You're mean, gonna learn. Knows? Yeah, uh, Ahsoka's in this for in this episode, um, which is really good. This was a really good episode. You learn a lot about <clears throat> the child, um, but uh, so yeah, because I think I'm two episodes behind now. Because the last one I think that I saw was the the water one where they're like on the boat trying okay. to find more Mandalorians and Katie Sackoff was on it. Is that she was in the last episode? Was it wasn't she? No, that was like two weeks ago. Cause I don't think I saw last week's or this week's. Hold on. Let me look at the episode list here. Because I thought Katie like, Sackoff was last. I think she was episode three. Uh, looks like that might be. Cause there was the one with the eggs. I think that was episode two. <laughs> yeah. Where he's going to town to have a snacky snack. Oh yeah. That was, she was, yeah. In a chapter 11. Yeah. So you need to see. So yeah, you're two, two behind. More. Yeah. So yeah. You'll so see anyway, some old, you'll see some old, he gets together with some old allies. Okay. So, Oh yeah. So anyway, the, uh, the speculation is it's going to be Mandalorian and somehow Lucasfilm tied. So it's like, oh, great. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the world does blow up or something like that, possibly get a map change maybe. Because so the end of the season is on Monday. Then the event is Tuesday. So there is some speculation going around that there's going to be some downtime. Yeah. Might begin with a black hole. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm seeing some stuff here. Pick a side with star Wars. You're either the Jedi or the Sith side. Mm. I'm I'm seeing videos here. (laughs) When I just do a search for chapter two, season five, there's the battle pass and it's star Wars. Yay. Oh man. Oh, the season. Here's Get out the, your checkbook. Here's the leaked trailer. Oh, that's out already. A leaked trailer. Yeah. I'll have to uh not yeah. watch any of that, so it's at least an experience <laughs> on Monday, Tuesday. On the on a side note, next week we we do have the McRib coming. <laughs> yes. That's, that's my highlight. <laughs> I that's, think like, that's this week, right? This that's next week, Wednesday, I think. Dude, right? I know, I know the title of next week's show. That's <laughs> wait, November. Yeah, Wednesday the second. So next Thursday, you know, with that, we need <laughs> to get McRib. McRibs and sit here and eat them on the show. Just <laughs> yeah. call it Rib Me or live, Mac Rib. We'll live stream us eating. Live McRib. stream us eating. Talking about Xbox. I yeah. mean, it doesn't get any better than that, right? Yeah. So oh, oh, okay, kind of before, we, before we go yeah. off Fortnite, I do have a question yeah. because, and again, I'm sorry, this will be my last one. They're ending the season on a Tuesday. Well, so like the no, live the, events, the, it's happening on a Tuesday no, at 4 p.m. The, Eastern. So the season ends on the 30th and the event is on Tuesday. So who knows what's going to happen during that day? Maybe is something going to happen on a Thursday and then the game restarts on Tuesday? I mean, on Monday and then it restarts on Tuesday. So you're saying we have 
three days left. And then maybe that's when the black hole. So Monday's the 30th, the season right. starts, right? So is it Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday's the live event. Right. The first. So that doesn't mean, so if you look at the battle pass, the so that just pass, means there's going to be no, that just means on Tuesday, there's going to be no, oh wait, that's Thursday. They kick off. Well, that doesn't make any sense. How could it end a day early then? I don't know. So the battle pass is through November 30th event on the first. So does that mean that maybe the battle pass ends on the 30th? Then there's an event on the first, then they go down two days and maybe come back on the Thursday. Maybe last time we had the black hole, it was down for, I think two days, wasn't it? Two or three days. Yeah. I remember my son was just watching like streamers just speculating everything as 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 like i was it was worse than playing fortnite nonstop because all it was was kids making like goofy predictions of which none of them came true it's like we think that the game's gonna come back in an hour yeah and then everybody's like sitting there watching watching three days later yeah and then an hour passes oh it's gonna come back in three hours and and people banked like crazy <laughs> at that time. And the streamers had like so many views, live views and stuff, but it was a big cash grab for them. Yeah. But yeah, going back to the crew thing that uh, we talked about a little bit ago. Yeah. It's, I, I can see for some people, like if you're regularly spending money, it could potentially be worth it. I don't think it's worth it to pay for the battle pass, but you know, you get a skin, which may or may not be good. If you're right. collecting, that's, you know, a good way to, um, you know, get more stuff for your collection book, even though, like I tell my son, you can only wear one skin at a time Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So it doesn't matter how much you have and people only want the latest and greatest right the the new hotness that's the one that matters and last week whatever skin was popular nobody wants to know it anymore so you know i even look at like all the skins that that we get as part of the battle passes it's like yeah even some of the ones that i thought were pretty cool it's like i never wear them it just or you know i, I never use them at all and you know, I, I could care less about the skins. You know, I just, I have my couple that I like. I like my Valor. I like the Harley Quinn one. There was another one. Oh, I like the She-Hulk one. That one's okay. I like Sledgehammer. That was from one of, I think, season three, maybe. And even that one I don't use very often anymore. Yeah, it's like those three, four. That's it. And then the rest of them couldn't care less <laughs> so but then you get a thousand v bucks yay and the battle pass which is worth 950 what four times a year um so i don't know we'll see and then oh the other thing i was thinking about was i was wondering if it was going to be an annual commitment for it because who's to say you can't sign up for it and get the battle pass and then shut it down after that month you know what i mean you can you can they said you keep the battle pass 
Okay. So, so you can, um, if you, even if you cancel, you get to keep the battle pass. So, so then you're paying 12 bucks for that month's skin, a thousand V bucks and a battle pass. Right. So technically that's for 12 bucks. You're getting like $19 worth of V bucks, nine fifty for the battle pass. And then a thousand. So it's 10 cents per essentially, right? Or no, it's a penny per. So 1950 is $19 and 50 cents for 12 bucks. So, I mean, that's okay if you were going to outright buy them. And then they're also going to have the, the 25 level boost. You know how you could buy the, when you buy the battle pass, you can buy the first 25 levels. Yeah. Now they're going to have that where you can buy that anywhere up to level 75. And it actually is the worst value if you buy it up front. What you should actually do is play up to level 75 and then buy it, if you're going to buy it. Because you need more XP for the later levels than you do for the first ones. So it's like 50 XP per level, and then it gradually gets bigger and bigger. And then towards the end, it's like 80,000 XP. So it's 50,000 at the beginning, 80,000 at the end. So you're much better off buying them towards the end in terms of effort and playtime value and stuff. But anyway, all right, it's, that's enough Fortnite talk. <laughs> Since, uh, oh boy. All right. Okay. So, um, Fortnite. Let's see what else I played. Uh, Wolfenstein, the new Colossus. I also started uh, the tourist. Uh, that was a game. It's been out on switch for some time. Came to Xbox a while ago. I really like the look of this game. It's, I don't know what you would call it. It's kind of like pixely blocky, but it's done really well. Has some kind of like uh pretty cool, like, um, out of focus effects for stuff in the distance. And visually it looks really cool. The game itself is an interesting little puzzle interaction thing. You know, it's very much like some of those old Nintendo games where it's, you know, you always get missions like, you know, somebody um, like, well, I'll give you an example from the actual game. So you buy a camera and then you have to go and take pictures of certain things to bring them back to a shop to sell them or you have to give the pictures to the gallery dealer because he wants to put them up on the wall. So you might have the camera and be off on another mission. And then you see something It's like, Oh, you know, this, you know, I need to take a picture of this. And so it's a lot of like doing various missions for different characters and bringing stuff back. And at the same time, figuring, figuring out puzzles. And um, I'm about 80% of the way through in the game and then there's a couple of levels that are like i don't know like platformy not 2d but more like a 3d platform style game you know think of the original tomb raider kind of you know where like you're jumping to various places like from platform to platform and yeah and that part of that part of the game is driving me nuts it is like taking the fun out of the game because it is such a chore 
to have to play the same level over and over because you accidentally fall off the ledge and then you have to restart. And oh, there's this area where you have to go down 10 levels of a mine. And I'm like on level eight and each level gets progressively deeper and it gets harder and I need to get to level 10 for this particular mission. And it's just like, I'll play for like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, I need a break from this game. <laughs> it just, it's maddening. But uh, overall, the game is interesting and it's in Game Pass. So you might want to give it a shot. And I didn't notice, what was it? Within the last couple of days, that quick resume is finally turned back on. Remember mm-hmm. how we were talking about it being turned off? Yeah. Have you found that it's back on in your games? I haven't noticed it yet. Okay. I have yeah. not. But... Yeah, because I, I noticed in Tourist and Wolfenstein that uh, when I loaded them up, it goes quick resume on the top right. And I sit there, I'm like, okay, how fast is it going to be? And it does come up in a couple seconds. But uh, it, it's nice to have it finally on. So maybe whatever problems they had, they finally fixed them. And then there was something else. So Tourist, Fortnite, Wolfenstein, Torchlight we played. It was pretty cool. And I thought there was something else, but I can't remember for the moment. But anyway, that's, well, let's just leave it there. That's, that's all I've been playing now, like 14 hours into the show. But uh, all right. Uh, quick little mention uh, before we get on with the rest of the show. If you're an iTunes user, make sure to find us in the iTunes store. Give us a review on there. Five stars, if you would. Uh, the more reviews we get, the more it boosts us in the rankings there, and it's a great way to support the show. We would really appreciate it. Uh, we also have the ability to receive voicemails from our listeners, and we play them on the show. You can do that on our website. Just click on, uh, go to our website, of course, thisxboxlife.com. All the way on the right-hand side is a voicemail widget. You can click on there, leave us a recording up to 90 seconds at a time, leave multiples if you want to talk longer than 90 seconds, or you can send an MP3 recording over to us at contact at this Xbox life. And this week we got a message from Sebastian. So let me cue that up and play it. So here it is. Hello, gentlemen, Sebastian, AKA stereo sound 76 calling from North of the border. So my 1S is currently plugged into a 720p TV, no HDR or anything fancy. Since the launch of the new Xbox Companion app and the Android Xbox app, my favorite way to play my Xbox One S is to stream it to my laptop. So I was wondering, does the Xbox and the Windows app consider the definition of the laptop screen to send the corresponding graphics level to the screen? The reason I'm asking is, if I get, a, say, a Galaxy Tab S6 uh, that offers a WUXGA display with 2000 by 1200 pixel resolution, and I get my hands on an Xbox Series S, what graphic quality can I expect to have on uh, next game, uh, next generation games? If it allows me to get the most out of the Series S, it could be my next setup. 
So thank you for your dedication to your podcast and all of our community. Yeah, thanks for that message, Sebastian. And you know, that's a very good question. Um, I, I know, so with streaming, we have really two different options, right? So first is console streaming, which we've had for a number of years, probably at least what, four years, if not more. That's where you stream from your console to, you know, a Windows device, whatever, locally on the same land. So it's nothing that you can do, you know, across the country, you know, home to work, et cetera. And with those, uh, I know that there's like four different quality levels from like what low, medium, high, very high. And my understanding is that those control the bandwidth of the stream. So for example, if you're on a wired connection, you might want to crank it up pretty high, but if you have really bad wireless at home, then, and that's what you're using, then you might want to, you know, lower it, you know, especially if you're far away from your access point and you're, you know, between a couple walls and you're just getting poor signal. So you would want to control that controls the bandwidth and then that controls the resolution between uh, the two endpoints. So what the console streams out is one thing, of course, whether it's, you know, the, the lower resolutions all the way up to 1080 with the very high, whatever it's streaming out, that will make it to your endpoint that you have that you're playing the game on, whether it's console, tablet, whatever, uh, not console, uh, lap, let's say laptop, desktop, whatever, uh, then the screen on there would do scaling to the appropriate level. So as an example, if for some reason your console is streaming at 720 and you have a full HD screen, which is what, uh, 1920 by 1080, then your laptop is going to get that resolution and then upscale it to the actual screen resolution on the laptop. Now, that is the older system, you know, that's been around for quite some time. X Cloud, which is what I think you're asking about. Uh, X Cloud, which now that I think about it, Mark, are you back? Yep. Yeah. So X Cloud, I don't think that they have streaming for X Cloud games yet, right? It's only Xbox One generation games because I think the X Cloud stuff is coming soon. Do you I... remember any of that? I, I, I don't know hundred percent. I think you're yeah, right. I, I don't. believe that's the case. Yeah. So, uh, you know, regardless of, of what the situation is, you know, when, when you're actually talking about the streaming, whether it's now or in the future, what's going to happen is that like, let's say right now, if you're using X cloud to your, uh, tablet, Android tablet, my understanding is that X cloud is currently limited to 720 P 30 frames a second. Uh, that's what I've read. I'm sure it's going to increase if it hasn't already, but uh, it was 720 and 30 frames. And then whatever the screen is that you have, it's going to, you know, like upscale it, downscale it uh, accordingly. So for example, xCloud would stream 720. If you have full HD or greater, I, I forgot the designation of the ones you had. I thought it was like 2000 pixels at least, uh, it'll upsample it to that. 
but you won't get detail better than Sith. That's how it currently is. And, and I would imagine X will get like 4K streaming anytime soon. I think that's all that. So, so right now it's 720. You know, I wouldn't hesitate to get a better screen for your laptop on that laptop for your tablet, you know, just because you can enjoy the screen on other things, you know, tablet related. But, uh, you know, for the time being, you can just expect the uh, 720. So the, the cloud gaming mm-hmm. is in beta with Game Pass Ultimate. So if you have Game Pass Ultimate, then you can do the cloud gaming. Yeah. Uh, to Android devices. Mm-hmm. So it it is available. It's just yeah. in beta format, <laughs> right? Beta, as they yeah. say. Yeah. So you need to have an Android six or higher. Uh, I'm sorry, Android version six or greater, Bluetooth version four or greater, Xbox Game Pass app with Ultimate membership, a wire Xbox wireless controller with Bluetooth or other compatible controller. And then five gigahertz Wi-Fi or a mobile data connection, ten megabits down. So that is the requirements. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, cool. And that's why I haven't done it. I don't have an Android device. Yeah. So I really don't need it because now with the way of the world, I'm not traveling at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I've tried it a bunch of times, like you know, especially since they did the on-screen controls with uh, some of the games there's like what half a dozen dozen games now you can play it says uh with- on the microsoft site it says play over 100 games on your android mobile phone or tablet from the cloud yeah mm-hmm. so that that is, that is the case but there's uh, a number of games like minecraft dungeons where you don't need the controller oh oh i'm sorry you okay yeah, that's yes what, that's what i'm talking yeah. about because because okay. the thing is i know if i travel even if i wanted to play I usually won't have my, you know, a Bluetooth enabled controller. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of does me no good, but at least being able to play like Minecraft dungeons, then that is, uh, you know, more accessible. Right. But I guess another thing that deters me from using it more often is I have a decent phone, the galaxy S nine plus. So it's like what, six inches ish in diagonal format. I can't see anything on the screen. My eyes are <laughs> so bad old. with my contact. No, it's it's my contact. Yes, you're getting old. Yeah, it's that's that's true. No, it, it is actually. So my contact prescription that I wear it screws up my near my near uh, reading. So it's like. Like I can read fine without glasses or contacts, but if I have my contacts in, I have to use reading glasses. It's messed up. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, I just can't see the screen. I I just, it's too small and maybe I'm, I spoiled myself by playing on a big monitor at my computer desk. Who knows? There you go. But anyway, um, all right, moving on. Let's get on to the discussion. So the first one. I got this. You want to start it? Yeah. Now this is something that I've 
kind of wanted to talk about as and I, we've discussed quote the console wars you know i think several times in the past oh yeah we've we've, we've talked mm-hmm. about it but many times you know it, it it's heated back up again and um i i think we need to it seems to me like now it seems to be worse than it ever has been and i i, I feel like the gaming media is falling in line with like the mainstream media and political reporting where like one side's bad and one so it's like good versus evil when it's really not the case you're with us or against us yeah and it's just like you know the whole like sony is the best ever microsoft sucks and they're evil like it's just where did that mentality of like where did people get onto that mentality um and it seems like even the media just kind of the the what i call the gaming media seems to kind of keep perpetuating that and you know i look at my past it's like i have played on computers atari 2600 uh nes playstations xboxes pcs mobile mobile uh, nintendo game boys switches uh iphones you know i i don't care like yes we you and i are doing an xbox related podcast and it's because where we basically traditionally spend most of our time gaming um actually of course truth be told we probably spend more time gaming on our mobile devices than we do xbox we should change it to this mobile gaming life but um you know i know that both you and i you play on pc i don't have anything against pc gaming it's just something that i used to do a lot of and i've just you know for me i just like the simplicity of console gaming yet you, you, you install your game and hit play and you're playing there's there's no other drivers and uploads or updates to all these different things and trying to set settings to get stuff to work right and you know and it's also cheaper for console gaming to basically in my opinion still have a very enjoyable experience uh pc might look better oh well i i'm perfectly happy not having to fight and spend thousands upon thousands of dollars I mean, these new video cards cost more than the Xbox Series X does, you know? Um, so, I, you know, it's cool that people have that option and they can do what they want, but why can't we just be happy with what we have and be happy with what other people choose to have and not always have to put someone else down to try to make our decision? Like, it's like people nowadays can't handle someone else not agreeing with them and again this this seems to be in life generally and it's i see it creeping into so many different places and phil spencer did an interview recently um where he was kind of talking about this um he was speaking to the verge um and i I just want to read this i'm not going to go there's a whole interview that you can listen to um if you go look on theverge.com you can find the the whole interview but just briefly here this article basically says that you know Microsoft and Sony are often considered 
direct rivals in this game space, competing for players through new consoles and exclusive games. Brand loyalty and console wars for some players dictates whether they'll grab a PlayStation or an Xbox. Extreme fans have even escalated their affinity for one over the other into harassment. But Microsoft's real threat isn't Sony, Nintendo, or any other company, says Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer. We're in the entertainment business. The biggest competitor we have is apathy over the products and services games that we build, he says. Spencer says he finds toxic brand loyalty to be distasteful and despises the idea that companies like Microsoft have to see others fail in order to achieve their goals. That tribalism in the industry, if there was anything that would ever drive me out of the industry, is actually that, Spencer said. When a team releases something into the market for the world to tear it apart on the internet, it's just such a brave thing for a team to do. I'm never going to vote against any creative team or any product team to do poorly because I have a competitive product. It's not in me. I don't actually think it helps us in the long run in this industry. Instead, Spencer says it's more important to focus on how the industry is doing well as a whole. He points to advancements like crossplay, where players can jump into the same games with friends on any console, as ways the company has worked against these tropes of bitter competition. But there is a core that just really hates the other consumer products, Spencer says. Man, that's just so off-putting to me. To me, it's one of the worst things about our industry. And, you know, I and I'm not bringing up Fortnite, but I want to use it as an example. I have three kids that all have switches. And they will come in here into my office and we'll sit down. I'll play on my Xbox. They're on their switches. And we are playing a game together. Which is awesome. it, It doesn't matter. Well, I'll play with you and your son. And you guys are on PC and I'll have, so we've had, no, he, so I play on PC. He plays on Xbox. Okay. So you've got, yeah. you've got a PC and an Xbox, your house. And I've had a, a, an Xbox and a switch in my house, you know, sometimes two mm-hmm. of them. So the five sure. of us are playing on three different devices, if you will. Sure. And it doesn't matter. It's like, you go to the movies with a friend, right? Hey, let's all meet to the movie. Do you care what kind of car they're driving to get them to the theater? No. What's What you enjoy is getting to the movie, spending time with your friends, enjoying that entertainment experience together, and then going home, right? No one cares. And this is like that. That's kind of like what Phil's saying here. It's like it doesn't matter what tool you use to get to the party as long as you're at the party, you know, right. I love that they have Microsoft has pushed cross play that other developers have really kind of pushed it that I feel like Sony's starting to get on board with it and allowing it because it just opens up more people. So instead of your game having a thousand players, it's got 10,000 players, right? How is that not a good thing for everybody? Right. Exactly. You know, and, you know, for people that are so like, oh, I hate this, I hate that. And I've spoken of why I don't have a PlayStation. I've had two in the past. Uh, I've had a PS3, I've had PS4s. 
I've played games and I've even stated that if if they came out with a, oh we're going to relaunch Insomniac a new in, uh not Insomniac uh Infamous they put out a new Infamous game and say it's PS5 I'll buy a PS5 like I love Infamous that much you know it's a, that's a great series I've enjoyed Uncharted um they're great games there are good games on the PlayStation there's good games on Xbox there's good games on PC good games on switch it doesn't matter there's good games on mobile sure i just you know we can't obviously reach out to the whole world but if we as our little community here at txl can maybe change our vocabulary or change our speaking pattern, i know a lot of our community games on multiples you know now i'll tease people like i give um i'ms a lot of crap sometimes um about playstation or you know different things but he knows i'm you know again he knows i'm just razzing him you know um i have nothing against it i really don't um because you lose out i think you lose out if you're so one-minded one focused that oh i can only have a playstation the playstation's the only thing the microsoft's got no games um then how come we're going through a list that's 20 30 games every week of new stuff coming out every week they got games you know and there are things on the Xbox console that you can't get on Sony. There's things on Sony you can't get elsewhere. There's things on Nintendo you can't get elsewhere. You know, we we just, again, we all need to get along. You know, yeah. if, it, who cares if you're driving a Ford or a Chevy or a Dodge or a Toyota or, you know. Some people do. <laughs> some people do, but it's so pointless. No, it's, yeah, it's that. I mean, we definitely see it with sports teams, right? I think in some cases it's very common when it comes to competition, right? Because people kind of band together and they see, you know, okay, I'll use something like, you know, high school football, right? You have yeah. one school versus another. So they rally behind their own, own school and then the opposing school is like the enemy and the enemy changes from time to time. Well, people take that and they try to apply it to different things you know but because we had a brief conversation on the facebook group about it and i i didn't have time to write anything like really big on there but the thing that i was thinking about was why does this apply to certain things and not others you know why does it apply at all because you know let's say like next week you're in my favorite rest, favorite fast food restaurant is going to be McDonald's because <laughs> of the McRib. <laughs> Amen. If, if I like McDonald's, which is not very often. If I like McDonald's, I don't want Burger King to fail. I don't want them to go under. I don't want Taco Bell to go under or Wendy's or Culver's or Popeye's or whatever. Right. I want them to go around. So I have a choice. And, and you have variety. Yeah, exactly. And at the same time, even grocery stores, you know, I have my favorites, but you know, I don't want whole foods to go under. I mean, I never shop there, but I don't necessarily want them to go under. I don't want, you know, the local chains to go under because I might want to use them someday. Yep. And it's just unusual that, you know, people kind of kind of do this kind of stuff and it's almost fascinating to me why it happens and how people find themselves needing to do it because i always saw it in the console world that people do it to kind of 
pump themselves up for making a decision on buying one over the other. Yeah. And like Phil said, it's like, you don't want the other one to fail. Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't because, um, you look at, yeah, competition. If they're with, with no competition, then there's no, um, advancement in anything because they don't have to. Right. You know, cause you know, if it wasn't for, let's say for Microsoft, if it wasn't for Sony and Nintendo, we probably wouldn't have X cloud. We probably right. wouldn't have game pass. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Microsoft, you wouldn't have PSN. Yeah. You wouldn't have that. Or you, know. you might not even have a PS five for all we know they they might still be on PS two. <laughs> right. I mean, competition, you know, competition's good and it's, and it's okay to, like what gets me is like the whole brand loyalty. Like I, I like Microsoft and Xbox. Not always. I, my next thing is going to like <laughs> prove that, but you know, there's things I don't like about Microsoft. There's things I do like about Microsoft. You know, it's okay to, you don't have to die on the sword for a brand. Like what, what, what does that gain you? That's, I guess that's my question is what does it gain you to die on the sword and, for for a brand what do you get out of it nothing mm-hmm. yeah there, it benefits you in no way but if you said you know what i'm gonna get an xbox i'm gonna get a playstation i'm gonna get a, a nintendo i'm gonna have all these platforms in my house so i can enjoy that's a gain for you you gain more opportunities more gaming more experiences more entertainment limiting yourself to one is really stupid you know um, it, it yeah, doesn't yeah. make any sense. If you're a gamer, it's about the games. It's not about the console or who made it. It's about the game, like PC games. Uh, does it matter whether you have a, do you not buy a game? If it, if it says, um, the sponsor is Nvidia and you have AMD video cards, you're like, Oh, I can't buy that game. I use it. It prefers Nvidia. It's still going to play on your pc that doesn't even happen like there aren't no quote wars in the pc world they just they play the games (laughs) right it's like there's a million different hardware types yeah because you know you have a gigabyte motherboard and somebody else has an msi you don't in your face (laughs) and no one knows no one cares they just play the games and have fun but why Mm -hmm. does it because it's got a sony or a microsoft name on the outside does it matter and here's what's funny guess who makes the con the hardware on the inside amd for both companies yeah it's almost identical hardware there is there are things different but it's 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 still made by the same company (laughs) it's the same hardware so it's like it's like it's so dumb it is it's so dumb people um i i like phil i like the way he's always praise the other side hey nice console launch good job you know i just wish the industry was more like that you know i wish more more of the world was like that and we didn't get all hung up on brand and names and well you know like rob told me my traeger sucked because he had one and he didn't like it and there's a better one (laughs) so what so what (laughs) i like my grill you that's know? perfectly fine yeah i have a ford you have a couple i think it's, chevys i don't like, hate dude, you <laughs> you you can have you can have you can have a traeger i'll still eat anything you cook on it 
That's right. And it still makes great food. No, but I mean, I yeah. was just, that's just teasing you, but yeah, I know, you know, it is, it, it, it we see this. Uh, I even, I even said this once before, um, about sports teams, you know, we get, people get so invented. I've been there. I've done it. So all of the Kool-Aid. And then one day I was like, okay, so my favorite team just won the world series. How did my life change? What changed? It didn't benefit me. There was no change for me, whether they lost or they won, except I was happy they won, but it, that's it. There's no yeah. other significant change in anybody's life. When your team wins the Super Bowl, your team wins the NBA finals, or you win the world soccer championship, you're happy. But you get like one minute of satisfaction and then yeah, it's over. Woo, and then the next day it's back to work, right? It's like it doesn't change your life. So why do we get so invested into it? You know? So again, before you try to start the wars or you're you're out in the forums or your Facebook groups and your mine is better than yours, it's why why not think about it and take a different approach and just say, hey. I'm glad you enjoy your console. I'm glad you got that game. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you really enjoy it and leave it at that. You don't have to put someone down to make your purchase, make you feel better about your purchase because exactly. guess what? The PS five is awesome. Xbox is awesome. Switch is awesome. They all do different things. You know, my kids were sitting the other day going, they, so they sit there and they watch and they see how beautiful Fortnite looks on my screen compared to the switch. Well, they're on a mobile platform. They're on a different piece of hardware, you know, an older piece of hardware. And I tell them, I said, yeah, but you guys can play in the bathroom if you want. I can't. You, you can know? go anywhere. Like, yeah. You can, you, you sit in the car outside of the store and you play while well, I'm in a doctor's appointment or I'm at the grocery store or something. You, I'm like, you can do that. I can't do that with the Xbox. You know, there are pluses and minuses to everything. Yeah, sure. So let's get off the console wars. Let's stop adding to the hate and just be happy for everybody. And, you know, I bought my console and I'm happy sort of with it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know any, I have been rambling Rob. So I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to share on that. No, no, I think we covered it. All right. So what's up with your console? <laughs> so I think I mentioned this last week, you know, about that. I've had to, I have to unplug my Xbox, like pull the power cord out of it. Sure. Replug it back in. Like my, like my controllers will boot the console up a couple of times and then they don't like, I'll hit the button. I'll turn them on and the Xbox doesn't boot up. I'll go hit the power button on the Xbox. Nothing. All the controllers, they just flash. They don't, nothing connects to it. I have to pull the power, replug it back in, and then everything works fine for a couple of days. So I, I haven't heard of anyone else having this problem. So I think it's going to be, I've got a, I, I'm concerned I have a hardware issue. Um, I'm obviously not going to contact Microsoft now about it. <laughs> well, why don't you send it into, uh, no. <laughs> send me the replacement first because <laughs> uh, if i send it into him for repair it'll i'll never see it um but 
also the only other issue i've seen uh with fortnite so ever since it got the update and it does boot quick but what i've seen is just about just about every other time i go to launch it it gets to the part where it says checking third part it often fails i'll get an error saying failed to check xbox purchases um if i don't get that message then it just sits there at checking third party purchases and then i have to like quit the game relaunch the game and for it to get through that part so it's like about every other time i launch the game it actually like locks up going through the login so i don't know if it's like is it just going too fast um and it hits that point and it was am i am i waiting for something on the other end did something not send and so it's kind of on hold i don't know so those are a couple of things i've noticed um but the the biggest concern is i i really concerned i have a hardware issue oh wow um, with with the controllers it's just like i don't know whatever is supposed to send the signal you know when you hit your controller and it says oh hey wake up so one of the things i think i might do tonight is i might switch it to where it actually shuts off completely you know it's not in that energy mode or whatever or the hibernation mode yeah, like i might just switch it mode. yeah i might just because even from a cold start the thing is up quick like it really is i don't know if you've done a boot from or a restart or a boot from you know yeah because it's like windows i think because windows boots super fast nowadays because it doesn't do a full shutdown it's almost like a partial hibernation yeah so I might try that and see if that makes a difference just to try to do a little troubleshooting on my end. But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really hoping that I don't have a hardware issue. I'm hoping whatever it is, is a software related thing, but, and I guess another thing I could try is because I've, I'm only using elite controllers. I should probably try the ones that came with it, but I gave those to my kids for my Xbox one up front. So they're using them up there, but I, I suppose I should try one of those and just try to use that for a while and see if I have the issues to, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's something with the elite controllers, you know, yeah, who knows, you know, everything's supposed to be working, but you never know. Right. But I'm hoping all this can be fixed with the next update, but I haven't heard anyone else having these issues. So that's why I'm worried that it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, Mark has a hardware problem we shall see and i'll keep you updated but yeah really don't like having to plug in and unplug the box every day yeah just to get it to turn on oh wait did you mention doing a full reset on it that might be worth it mm. i could because all my games are on the external yeah the extended storage so i suppose i could go through that process too but i think so, i'll start I'm with just uh just doing the turning the the fast yeah, do the off. easier stuff yeah so we'll see i'll keep you updated yeah. <laughs> you know uh one thing i wanted to mention was that i don't think i talked about this last week but like one week into the new console i hit 90 percent of my comcast cap <laughs> yeah you did you said that last week <laughs> yeah i was not happy about that that sucked yeah 
So I can just imagine what it's like for everybody. You might just want to go go and upgrade your service before that bill comes in. Yeah, it's, well, once I got the 75, I was like, oh man. And then like later that day, I got the 90 message, 90%. (laughs) So it's 90% of 1.2 terabyte. And (laughs) like, oh, because it's multiple. I mean, so I got a PC that's up, so it's two PCs that are updating various games. And then two consoles that are updating all these games. phones, computers. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so what I wound up doing was just tacking on the unlimited internet there on, you go. onto Comcast. It's 30 bucks a month and you don't have to worry. Well, I'm sure it's limited, unlimited. They'll slow just, you down. <laughs> I just don't know where the limit is. Right. But paying the extra 30 bucks while it does sting, at least at this point, it's like. At least now I don't have to worry about it anymore. You know what to expect instead of a $300 addition on your bill. Oh yeah. Cause they charge it's 10 bucks for five gig. I think. Wow. I can is add it, up or something like that. I, I know it's, or is it five for 10? I, I don't know. Re- but Regardless it adds up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can add up quickly when you go up above the 1.2 terabyte. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I haven't had any issues like yours. Thankfully knocking on wood (laughs) on veneer on my table here. So, um, yeah. So I think that's it. All right. What we were going to chat about. So, uh, let's get going with the retail releases. All right, for the week of November 23rd through the 27th, let's see how long is this list. It's it's an okay list. Not huge, but good enough. You want to switch off on these? Sure. All right. So um, here, I'll go with the first one. We got Mad Tower Tycoon that came out on the 24th. This one really kind of reminds me of one of those like tiny tower style games. That's what it looks like at first glance, looking at the picture where you just build rooms and you build up somehow. It's too much stuff on the screen, dude. Yeah. Build a 100 story skyscraper from the ground up. No, from the basement up. (laughs) Oof. Yeah. All right. Um, On the 25th, uh, BFF or die. This is a cooperative puzzle game. You can play up with upwards to four people. So it's your, you're a time traveling alien sent to earth on a risky rescue mission. So four player co-op cozy and crazy co-op. Yeah. I like the, uh, I like the perspective, the art of this game. It reminds me of that game that's coming out soon where it's like you see the people in the room and it's like an overhead view. Oh yeah. And it's got the perspective. It, I know the game's not out yet, but it's supposed to be out relatively soon. It's like a murder mystery. Yeah, I know what you're talking game, about. But it, it's yeah. got the same look to it. So it's 
it's like a really high ceiling in the room and it's like a camera looking down and it's got that perspective you look in a bunch of shadows and stuff so who knows what the game's like the next one get over here on the 25th it's an arena game that uh is trying to hook into nostalgia of the 90s mm. meh 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 land flicks odyssey also on the 25th it's an action platformer um which which players play as larry a lazy binge watcher who finds himself trapped inside the streaming service after using special batteries the incredible world is called land flicks <laughs> yeah in order to return home you must recover all five batteries that are hidden inside the tv shows on the land of flicks platform Hmm. oh boy Pass. the next up is more dark also on the 25th this is another platformer another one that owes its art style to like 1980s commodore 64 amiga <laughs> atari style yeah. games you know i used to love this stuff back then because it looked amazing but <laughs> now it it's 2020 like, cool. yeah so this one uh your task is to return order to hell, corral escaped convicts, and cleanse each area of chaos and anarchy. My I aunt is a witch. Purpose, okay. My, I, I was going to let it go. My yeah. aunt is a witch, also on November 25th. This is a visual novel uh, full of adventures and quests in the world of magic where you get a chance to become an apprentice of one of the most peculiar and charismatic witches. This looks like kind of like Japanese art style. Like anime, kind of. Yeah. But, all right. And then uh, Out of Space, Couch Edition. So this is uh, from the same folks that did Knights of Pen and Paper, Chroma Squad, Galaxy of Pen and Paper. So those are uh, some pretty popular games from the past, uh, both on mobile and Windows, I believe, as well. Uh, this uh, lets you and your friends move into a house in space and is <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like <laughs> it's house rooms there's like a sofa and <laughs> it's like a bedroom or something i think that's a bed yeah. kitchen whatever uh in space <laughs> so at least you don't have to cut grass you don't have to water the grass rake leaves go. um it says you'll have to deal with deadly alien infestation and face the challenges of building a sustainable spaceship. Hmm. I don't know about that one. Jokey. Seeds of resilience. Also on the 25th, there's a building a village from scratch, learn to choose the right items, understand that nature's patterns. You can use real life based constructions and craft techniques in this turn based tycoon game. Oh, these it's like, Sorry, the visuals on just about everything looks real simple this this week. Yeah. It's like, did they port this from like 20 years ago or did they make I, it look like this on purpose? <laughs> I know. Or did they just not have a budget? I don't know. Who knows? Yes, all of the above. Hey, they made a game I didn't, so I feel bad yeah. criticizing too much, but I just feel like we're almost into 2021. It's like, why are we still seeing new games come out that are like eight and 16 bit you know because i was wondering about this because uh like modern vintage gamer and a bunch of other folks had some interesting articles this past week 
where they were talking about how uh, on the new consoles, particularly the Series S, there is a very like um, uh, good like emulation system that you can run on it. There's uh-huh. uh, a bunch of different ways you can, or no, I take it back. There's like one way you could do it, not a bunch of different ways. But uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are in or that are into the retro games, right? You know, a lot yeah. of it has to do with nostalgia. Because, you know, I've run Amiga emulators, you know, the old console emulators in the past. Yeah. And just because it seems like a cool thing to do. And then, you know, you play a game and you're like, oh, man, this really sucks a lot. <laughs> yep. Yeah. How did I like this? Because, you know, our, our tastes have changed. We've been impressed with caviar and the good things in life. Yep. I know people probably don't like caviar, but you've had the good things in life and now you, you have to eat peasant food. (laughs) Do you want, do you want to eat, you know, the potatoes by themselves with no seasoning? Yeah. Do you want the good stuff? I think most of us want the good stuff, the new hotness, but I, I I wonder if some of these games appeal to those people that really are nostalgic and love the old stuff, because that's really what it is. It's more of, the old stuff oh and speaking of which so in the tourist they actually have a bunch of mini games just like how in wolfenstein they had in young bloods they had wolfenstein no yeah wolfenstein 3d uh-huh right yeah yeah they did so they had uh, a bunch of games in there that were just brutal <laughs> for me at least that was my experience so other people might like it but like one was Arkanoid. You remember that game? Oh, love it. It was just like it. But having to play it, especially when I really didn't want to play it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is excruciating. Yeah. Just sitting there and it's like, you know, trying to control the controller. Because I I don't remember how we controlled the Arkanoid paddle. Was that with a joystick or did we use a mouse? I don't remember. But anyway, having to do it with the controller was uh, was pretty rough. And there's like three games. There's like a driving game that I just could not do easily to score the required points. But yeah, it was. It's more of that nostalgia style games that they built into the tourist. But I, I really wonder if if nostalgia is what pushes people to make these new pixel art games and uh and such but anyway uh next one is strike force 2 terrorist hunt also on the 25th and uh you're part of a strike force unit you get a bunch of weapons machine guns assault rifles sniper rifles all that good stuff use them and fulfill your objective whatever it is you're all <laughs> being mysterious about that next is tesla force for november 25th optimized for xbox series x and s um I think this game, I thought this game was already out. No, it was on that Seems... demo thing that they had. Oh, is that what it was? Um, I remember... Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So it's finally coming out. This is one. Okay. Yeah, this is one I might actually think about picking up. It was actually kind of cool. But um, this is uh, with science as your superpower team up with Tesla, Curry, Lovecraft, and Shelly to save the world from an invasion of cosmic horrors. This is a intense procedurally generated 
roguelite top-down shooter packed with non-stop mayhem and over-the-top power tripping. So this this I remember playing this and I mm-hmm. kind of liked it. So Yeah. Might have to see what this goes for. Yeah, I, I tried this one too. It was like this might have been the only game that I tried from that demo period that we had was it what was it like a week where there's like 100 games or 50 yeah games this is 17 demo? bucks yeah so i i did try this and i played it for a little bit and there was just something about the game i mean it didn't feel polished and it was probably well, that was early was early. It was probably early it was a demo yeah but there was just something that was like off-putting and i mean i, I put a little bit of time into it but i i just wasn't feeling it, it yeah i don't know this is one i'll wait for it to go on sale but yeah. i can see myself getting this one when it's like maybe 10 bucks or less yeah it's like i like the idea of it right but yeah and then uh next one is Tawaga among shadows um this one is um atop the sacred temples learn to master the light and exercise hordes of enraged creatures firmly set upon tearing you to shreds this one's kind of cartoony reminds me of uh space ace a little bit remember that game it was dragon's lair and space ace yeah i do but uh (laughs) but it's it looks more like a platformer (laughs) but it's got that art style of space ace kind of so that's it do we want to go over yep next week as well or yeah might as well i like to let people know what's coming so since we have the list and we're well we're recording a day late but so coming out on december 1st chronos before the ashes this is an atmospheric rpg that chronicles a hero's lifelong quest to save their homeland from a great hero um so it looks like a like a dungeon crawler yeah um oh it says it says grow so this is interesting grow wiser stronger and more powerful as you explore the depths of the mysterious labyrinth but beware the labyrinth takes a heavy toll each time your hero dies they lose a year of their life hmm. so i'm not exactly sure does that mean your character is going to get younger and younger or overall you won't live as long <laughs> i don't know but that's kind of weird all I right bet at some point it's it's like some kind of limit on retries or something. Who knows? Could be. Then Empire of Sin, December 1st. Uh, this one is uh, historically inspired mob bosses such as Al Capone, Stephanie Sinclair, and Goldie Garneau. Uh, assemble a ragtag gang, build and manage your crime empire, and... Oh, this is a strategy game from Romero Games. Is that uh, the id software Romero? Hmm. I wonder. Let me look that up real quick. So John Romero is, uh, yeah, John. it's John and Brenda Romero's company. Yeah, Empire Sin. Cool. So, yeah, John Romero was uh, one of the originals of id software back in the day. Um, next on December 1st, we have twin mirror. This is Xbox one X enhanced. Uh, it says forced to confront his past Sam Higgs, 
uses his unique intellectual abilities to uncover his hometown's dark secrets. But how do you know who to trust when you're not even sure you can trust yourself? Oh, that's a very good story. Trust no one. The award-winning storytellers at Don't Nod invite you on another thrilling adventure. Oh, these are the guys that... Yeah. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> so, and uh, what else they've done? Uh, what's that other one they did that were real popular? Um, they actually did, uh, oh, I can't think of what it's called, but, uh, yeah, these guys are, these guys are some good storytellers. Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking them up. Life is strange. That's it. Life is strange. Yeah. That was the one I was trying to think of. Captain Spirit. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They have two releases in 2020. Tell me why and twin mirror. Tell me why was xbox and windows only twin mirror is also on ps4 okay so there's a little bit of a more of a cross-platformy release with that all right next up oh why do i always get the old game old looking games <laughs> so there's hebroxia on december 2nd uh 15 levels of piloting a ship through boss fights rescue missions you know, think side scrolling, you know, shooting from left to right at all the stuff that's shooting from right to left style game. Oh, you got the good one next. Yeah, next you know, this was going to be on your, this is probably already on your wish list. Pa, pa, pa coming out on December 2nd. Pa, pa, pa was a peaceful and prosperous kingdom until one fateful day when the king had decided to enforce everyone to wear pants. You play as part of the resistance group, Anti-Pants. And their effort to bring down the king, hack and slash your way to victory and beat all your enemies into pulps. <laughs> so I I can see you playing this game and eating McRib at the same time, without wearing pants. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. You know it. Yeah. Next up on the third, we have Haven. This one's optimized for the new consoles. Uh, two lovers gave up everything and escaped to a lost planet to be together. Uh, glide through mysterious landscape, explore fragmented world, and fight against what's trying to tear them apart in this RPG adventure about love, rebellion, and freedom. Hmm. Okay. So next on the third, uh, we've got Immortal, Immortals Phoenix Rising, optimized for the series, Xbox series of consoles. And this one was known as a different name. Wasn't this the one that was Gods and Monsters, I think, at one point? Yes, yeah. So this is a stylized open world game across seven unique regions as you take on the role of Phoenix, a winged demigod, on a quest to save the Greek gods. You wield the power of ancient weapons like Achilles' sword and Daedalus' wings to battle powerful enemies and solve ancient puzzles. So you get to fight iconic mythological beasts and use device weapons to uh deal devastating damage mm -hmm. so i don't know what yeah, he's know, fighting I, in that image but that looks pretty brutal yeah yeah i know there's a bunch of folks in the community that are looking forward to this one yeah so, this yeah, is we'll this see. will probably be the big one for the, that for next week yep we've got fogs on december 3rd uh play as a duo of dogs puzzle filled adventure linked by a stretchy belly 
You'll need to bark, bite, and bounce your way through obstacles set across the themed world of food, sleep, and play in single or co-op. Okay. Uh, all right. On December 3rd for Windows 10 PC, it's it's Valhalla, nice but it's VA-11 space hall dash A <laughs> or um, uh, uh, whatever that's uh, lead spelling cyberpunk bartender action <laughs> yeah it's a bosom up with about wife waifus technology and post dystopia life I, i'm not even i'm moving on let's go to the next one that doesn't even Wild, deserve to get talked about <laughs> wildfire is a 2d platformer style game uh master the elements of the stealth game where everything burns use your elemental powers to start fires freeze water move earth without smart enemies in this 2d stealth game this reminds me of uh some of those old school like commodore 64 platformers where everything was like really small like your characters were really small yeah yeah next wonder blade on december 3rd um what do you get when you cross a whimsical adventure humorous characters and combat to die for you get wonder blade it's a awesome experience you won't soon forget so grab your trusty weapon and free the princesses and save the world all before breakfast yeah so we have no idea what this game is going to be like yeah then we have dark complete edition december 4th xbox one x enhanced uh, this is going to, through a journey of Lloyd's dreams that turn out to be a loop of nightmares. The boy's main priority is to wake up, but unfortunately, each attempt sinks him deeper into his lucid, subconscious-driven dreams. Um, yeah, interesting, interesting uh, look at this. Yeah. Next. December 4th, you get dragon quest 11 s echoes of an elusive age definitive edition oh it's a long title xbox yeah yeah xbox play anywhere and it's on xbox game pass so this is the definitive edition includes the critically acclaimed dragon quest 11 plus additional scenarios soundtrack 2d models and more okay (laughs) next up is where is it here (laughs) duck life adventure Design your own duck and embark on an epic adventure. 16 training games to level up your duck. Whatever. <laughs> Guntastic on December 4th. This is a fast-paced couch and online arena brawler with comically violent one-shot, one-kill battles that last for just 25 seconds, after which anyone who's still alive is forcibly eliminated. Explode your friends in this frantic homage to the 16-bit coin-op games of the past. And you rage quit somewhere in there. Next up, JCB Pioneer Mars on December 4th. This is a sandbox um, survival game where you explore Mars using uh, some JCB vehicles, whatever that means. Uh, designed uh, specifically for the challenge, mine precious materials for rock and stone, maybe, <laughs> uh, construct large-scale buildings, research new tech, and ensure humanity's future lies beyond planet Earth. 
Um, is that what you fourth, think of it? <laughs> no, my youngest put a switch in the charger behind me. It freaked oh. me out because I didn't even hear him walk in. I thought you were coughing. He did as he was walking out. Oh, He's got the okay. COVID, you know. No. Um, John Wick Hex coming out December 4th. It says it features a unique blend of strategic time-based action. John Wick Hex captures the feel of the tactical combat from the films and blurs the line between the strategy and action video game genres. Players must make quick decisions and choose every action and attack they make, all the while considering the immediate cost and consequences. It doesn't look very good. Nine Witches Family Disruption on December 4th. When an occult German World War II division releases an ancient curse, a supernatural problem is going to require a supernatural solution. You take control of two heroes as they embark on a comedic alternate history adventure with a truly original story. Looks like there's a demo available uh, for this, but this really reminds me of those old style, like looks terrible. Monkey Island kind of things, but. Monkey Island probably had better graphics. Yeah, this looks terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> Runiverse also into fourth. Um It's an RPG. It's yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's an RPG. <laughs> Thank you. Next up, shoot one up DX. It's just like, yeah, it's a shoot up. vertically scrolling shooter, it looks like. Yeah. Um, play through eight challenging shoot 'em up stages, branching paths, nasty bosses, secret power ups. Uh, Next. also on the fourth, sleeping deeply. This is the new chapter of the guy. You'll be challenged with new puzzles generated by the surreal dreams of the protagonist. Uh, you'll encounter the weirdest of living beings as you go deeper and deeper into his subconscious. This time to wake, this time to wake him up, you'll need all your skills. It's weird, like it's just a picture of a guy. In a like in a lazy boy, floating in water, I don't, in a pirate outfit. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Then Steampunk Power Two. It's a strategy game, action strategy, steampunk. And it says in Lord Bingham's military service, there's a new secret weapon under your command: a gigantic aircraft carrier, transporting the battle tower. That is like the weirdest explanation of a game that tells yeah. you nothing. Yep. <laughs> and it's probably okay that they probably. told you nothing. Probably. Then let me look real quick on the alternate list. See if, let me see, where was it? I've got too many tabs open. <laughs> so releases for next week, December 1 through 4th. Yeah, there are a couple that we didn't have listed. So Football Manager 2021, I don't think we talked about that one. It's uh, fully optimized for victory with the Xbox controller. So it's a football game with really small football dudes. Reminds me of Sensible Soccer from back in the day, sort of, but just more 3D perspective. Um, Let's see, anything else? Um. Yeah, everything else I think we talked about here. Did we talk about Wildfire? Yep. Yeah, we did. Well, we didn't, but you did. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I forgot it already. <laughs> yeah, the only one that wasn't on the list was the soccer game or football, wherever. 
depending on the country that you're in. And so that's it. Yeah. That's uh, a little bit more stuff coming out next week than there was this week, but it was holiday here in the U S so I understand this being a, a low release week, especially considering a lot of companies, a lot of people didn't even work for hardly any of the week. But anyway, so I had, I I only worked the first two days. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, nice. So, all right. So that's it for episode, uh, 586, the Pentium edition. Yeah, it was the Pentium. I'm pretty sure 586 is Pentium. So uh, my name is Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman 709, taking off.